1: We're glad you could join us. Before we get into the word, we're going to open up in prayer. Lord, we thank you. We exalt you. We lift your name high. We say, Jesus, you have the name that is given above every name, and that at your name, Lord Jesus, every knee shall bow, whether above the earth, in the earth, or beneath the earth, and every tongue shall confess that you are Lord, and we just declare you are Lord, in our lives. You are Lord in this earth. You are Lord in our countries. You are Lord in our circumstances. You are Lord of all things and you are good. We thank you for being who you are. We thank you for giving us your covenant of promises, Lord. We thank you for being our friend, our confidant, our comforter, and the one who leads us and guides us and commissions us to do your good pleasure in the earth. We appreciate all that you are, Lord. Continue to show us your faithfulness. Continue to reveal your mysteries to us. And let us grasp with full understanding the hope that we have in you, Jesus Christ. Let us grasp with full understanding who you've created and designed us to be. The purpose that you've given to us uniquely and individually, but also as your body, Lord. You are the head of all things to the church. We are your body, Lord Jesus Christ. We love you, we thank you, we honor you, and we exalt you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen.
0: amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everybody. We are continuing our study in Romans. Still in chapter 8. <laughs> Praise the Lord. and. But we're
1: getting towards the end, now that anybody's in a rush.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we're going to study the word until the Lord co- right. returns. Absolutely. That's right. Um, and show ourselves approved. So. Um, after our discussion yesterday, there were some more things that were spoken and, um, that the Holy Spirit put on, on people's ears, hearts to share. Mm-hmm. So, um, we are going to, again, reread those same scriptures.
2: And just as a reminder, anytime you want to join us, mm-hmm. you're absolutely welcome to join us. Just reach out to a day of prayer at yahoo.com. And if you're going to be in the area, we'd love to have you join us. Mm-hmm. Amen. We sure would. So, um, again, we're going to
0: reread those scriptures and then open the floor for each of you to share what the Holy Spirit has ministered and spoken to you. All right. And of course, to ask any questions that you have because that's that's the whole point of this, right? We're learning and growing together. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay. All right. So, speaking. Romans 8, verses 26 through 33, please. I'm going to volunteer. All right, Layla.
3: Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called, whom he called, these he also justified, and whom he justified, these he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Mm -hmm. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies.
0: Amen. Amen. All right, so the floor is open. Who would like to begin? I will. All right, Charles.
4: First I'll begin, like yesterday, Daddy, how you were talking about predestination. Lord was just speaking to me and saying that, Everyone is predestined and has a calling from him, but it's our choice if we go with it because it'd be showing favoritism. If he says, okay, I'm only going to choose these select few people to come into the kingdom, but he says he wills that everyone enters the kingdom, but we still have the choice in order to enter it or not. Mm -hmm. So he's Paul's both saying here is that we have a calling and it's also a choice that plays into a role in our calling. If An example is if I got an invite to go to something and you and mommy said I could go, if I'm unwilling to go, I can't say, oh, Lord, how come I didn't go? Or why didn't I go? But it's my choice. I didn't put forth the effort and do what was necessary to go. The same is true here. Mm-hmm. He gives everybody an invitation to come into heaven, but our actions either lack thereof rub or doing the wrong, doing wrong, keeps us from entering the kingdom Mm
1: -hmm.
4: okay then the second point in verse 33 where it says who shall bring a charge against god's elect it is god who justifies Mm. the law is showing me that god's elect means the people who are listening to god meaning that even if you haven't always followed God from the beginning, you can still come into that place and enter into that role by going and following him as he tells you to. Like you don't have to, Oh man, I had to start at this young age in order to enter this place. He's not, he doesn't care about when you start or what you've done in your life. He considers how your heart is towards him now Mm -hmm. in that moment and how you're walking after him. Mm -hmm. So, Paul is saying that God is the one who justifies and tells you if you're doing what's right and doing what's wrong as you're following him. Mm -hmm. Meaning if, since mommy and dad are the judges in our house, I don't, I won't say I don't listen. Sometimes I do. But if Lila says that's not good, but mommy and dad says it's good, I'm going to go with mommy and dad says, because they're the judges. Lila really has no power. Okay so Paul is saying the same here is no matter what other people may say to you and try to sway you and though they may have a good intention and try to help you. If it's not what the Lord says, don't go with him. Mm-hmm. Do exactly as the Lord tells you to go and do what he tells you to do.
0: If
1: you're accountable to that. Both his written word and his spoken word. Do what the Lord tells you to do. Absolutely.
0: Amen. Yes. And, and on the point of, um, Others speaking into your life, right? Yes. Run it back with the Lord, right? And uh there's Romans fourteen, four, right? Who are you to judge someone else's servant? To his own master, he stands or fails, and he will stand. For the Lord is able to make him stand, right? Yes. So before we receive word spoken, let's check with the Lord through his Holy Spirit, all right? Yes. Just check with we check with the spirit the holy spirit of what we're doing is it being done in excellence as he commanded us whether that's to say or do whatever it is that the father is saying we're doing yes yes okay and um the first point and you uh repeat that again
4: oh when i was talking about in verse 30 how the lord was saying that everyone is predestined has a kong in her life But if you're unwilling to go walk into it, you can't try to come to the Lord and say, how come this hasn't happened for me yet? Mm -hmm. That'd be like, I'm allowed to go somewhere and I don't go there. I can't say, mommy, dad, how come I didn't, I'm not able to go. How come I couldn't go? You would say, uh, you could go, but you failed to do what you needed to do and put your shoes on and go. (laughs) The same is true here. He doesn't show favoritism just not saying, okay, I want this guy. I want Bill. No, Bob, you can stay there. He <laughs> takes everybody. But it's our will and choice that either hinders us from going.
0: Mm-hmm. Jesus okay.
1: came to save everyone. Yes. He didn't pick and choose. He died for the sin of the whole world. And he doesn't want anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance and have everlasting life. So you're right. He's not a respecter of persons. Um, and in that he still knows what our choices will be and for those of us that will choose him and and everyone that he's called he's left a pathway for them to find him as we're looking at these um who he predestined, he called, who he called, he justified, who he justified, he also glorified. Mm-hmm. That's a that's like the starting line. You know, you're, you're on a track and you hear the gun go, Poof. you know, he not only gave you a track to walk in because the Bible says he's predestined good works for us to walk in, but he also took you every phase of the way to bring you from coming into Christ to reaching the ultimate, which is be, being accepted into heaven when we leave our natural body. So God gave us every phase of what we needed to make it across our journey. And um, just understanding that about God, he's provided everything that we need. And so verse 32 touches on that specifically It says, if God didn't even spare his own son, I don't know any any sane parent that would sacrifice their child for someone else. I'm not talking to people that threw their babies into the fire to worship demons. I said sane. Not talking about those, but any parent that loves your child would go, Hey, you know, these people need you. I'm going to need you to die for them. I don't know any that would do that, but yet God didn't withhold his, his only begotten from us, but gave him freely. He is, Jesus is the lamb mm-hmm. slain before the foundation of the world. And verse 32 says, he, but delivered him up for us all. Like without hesitation, God wasn't like, wait can I think about this for 30, you know, give me a couple years, give me a couple millennium. (laughs) Then I'll think about it. Then I'll get back to you and let you know.
0: And even then, do I really, really want to do it? (laughs) You know,
1: Jesus, mm, two, two lashes and then come back.
0: Freely gave him.
1: But how, and then in, in, included with that. In addition to that, not only did he give us Jesus, but then the verse goes on to say, how shall he not with Jesus also freely give us all things like everything we need that pertains to life and godliness. So not only did God call you, but he made a pathway so you can actually finish the race and win. You can get there. You'll meet the destination that you hope for and the expected end that God, which is being him being our God and we being his people with nothing else separating us. No more time, no more physical flesh, no more separation, no more sin, nothing standing between our God and us, which is what God wants. So God has given us everything to get there. Do you have some money?
0: I did, yeah, a couple things. Um, what you brought up with Charles, great point. It goes back to the garden and actually what Dean brought up on the previous podcast, which was when he created everything. He said it was good. Or he said it was suitable for its purpose right yes again we have to come into that purpose you created in the image and likeness of our Heavenly Father right yes Yes. should not then choose or decide to be a goat (laughs) right yes that's extreme and you're like what that's that's ridiculous that doesn't even make any sense why would you choose to do that okay so in the same way, we have to choose to come into the plan and the purpose that we were created for, that we are suitable for. Yes? Yes. Okay. Same thing, as you were saying. And it says something very similar in Jeremiah 29, 11, right? Which is what? It should be a familiar verse. For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and to give you a what? Future and a hope. Yes. Yes. Who knows the plans?
3: God the does.
0: Lord. The Lord knows the plans. And and as you pointed out, honey, that's Ephesians two ten. We are his own handiwork or his workmanship created in Christ Jesus that we may do those good works which God predestined or prepared beforehand. Right that we should walk in them. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. He already created us for our purpose. We have to choose, freely choose, to come into alignment with that plan and that purpose. And, as you pointed out, honey, it says he freely give, or, yeah, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? All right? And we're going to kind of bring this full circle with the beginning, which talks about the Holy Spirit and prayer, right? Um. What did Jesus say? All that the Father has are mine. And then we're also...
2: And none are lost.
0: And none are lost except the Son of Perdition, so the scriptures can be fulfilled. All the Father has are mine. Everything he has, right? Mm -hmm. And then we are also told that as children of God, we are joint heirs with Christ. Mm -hmm. So we too have all things. We have been given all things, which confirms this, yes? So then yes. how do we do it? Because again, this is the life in the spirit chapter, right? And I believe it's Luke 7. Um, let, me, let me double check that, Luke 7. I believe that is where the disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to pray. to find it and get back to you. Um, But anyway, so when Jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray, right? He makes it a point and says this, right? He says, if a father asks for bread, or sorry, a father, if a son asks for bread, will his father give him a rock? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a snake, right? Of course not. He says that, yes. You you are correct. That's what he says. Yes. But of course it's, the answer is, no, of course he won't do that. So he says, if you ask for good things from your Heavenly Father, this is the key. That's
1: Luke 11, baby. Luke 11. Okay. Thank you
0: very much, honey. You're welcome. He says, how much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit? Yes? Verse 13. Yes. yes. Okay. This you, verse
1: 13, it says, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask
0: him? Okay. So let's, this is the life in the Spirit chapter. Without me, he says, you can do nothing. He also instructs his disciples to wait until you receive power from on high, which came from the comes from the Holy Spirit. Yes. 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 That's why he told them, wait until you receive. Go in Jerusalem and wait until you receive it. Yes? Yes. John the Baptist pointed it out, Jesus is the one that baptizes with the Holy Spirit and with fire. It is so important that we have the Holy Spirit leading and guiding and teaching us and operating in our lives. Us being so, uh, I'll say, Having the things that are not of Christ removed from our lives so that we can clearly and accurately hear what he's saying. Because it matters. It's important. This is how we move and operate in the things of the Lord. It's it's just the pattern and example set forth in Christ Jesus. So, yes, it matters. And this is how, or the order or the strategy or the plan and the purpose and his will that he predestined before the foundations of the earth. We have to choose to walk in it and only through that will he make
2: us stand. So I want to try to tie a couple of things together and if I mess it up, please help me clean it up. So yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Brother. Know, Charles, what you brought up is really important, um, about, you know, the, the father would have that none were lost, right? That everyone yes. would come into salvation. Mm-hmm. And, um, if there was nothing else you could have gotten, um, from, the last podcast. You certainly can get that God's word is consistent throughout and mm-hmm. there was many, many, many scriptures given yesterday to support, you know, a belief. And that's important mm-hmm. because so many people like to take a single scripture and take it out of context. I do know, I know people who personally have, um, God in his grace has blessed them with a scripture that meant something to them where he spoke and ministered to them and to them only that it was not something for doctrine, it was not something for teaching, and it was completely later discovered by most of them that it was completely out of context, yet that God ministered to them through that. But we never want to use a single scripture really to make a stand, and there's plenty of other places to go with that. And if we see inconsistency, or what we perceive as inconsistency, then we have to dig in, look for that, ask for the Holy Spirit to guide us, seek to the counsel of the body, whatever that may be. So, you know, to that end, if you look at Proverbs 16, 4, we don't need to go there, but it's just God created everything, even the wicked for the day of destruction. It would sound as if God purposely created people so that he could destroy them and, and cast them into hell. But we have to weigh that against what LeCharles was just sharing with us. So it goes back to the predestination and free will issue. God was so wise that he created them knowing they would reject him and that he would have to place judgment upon them. He didn't create them so that he could place judgment upon them. And so I just want to bring that in because a lot of people maybe be looking later. uh, Mm -hmm. Some people are still struggling with their belief in the scripture. Can they fully believe it and all? So Mm -hmm. just want to encourage people to never take one out of context and Mm -hmm. really try to tie all things together. And I think, Kamisha, you Mm -hmm. you did a pretty good job of that last time too about really – Trying to, we can't really fully know the heart of God, but we we can know enough of His heart to know how He is towards us, his and and base everything consistent. off of that.
1: Mm-hmm. His character is always consistent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That was I like that you um, made that distinction and yes. out of that clarity.
0: And, and you find that exact thing that you brought up, Dean, in Second Peter three nine right, um, that that the Lord's patient with us right bears patiently with you his desire being that no one should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Mm-hmm. So it's not his desire that we should suffer and go into hell and, and the lake of fire and, and all those things, but it's
2: that, to come and live eternally with him in the heavenly community. Well, and I'm, I'm glad you said that. And, and all this wonderful discussion that we're having, um, and again, I would just encourage you to consider joining us. We'd love to have you. We'd love to have you. This is this this is fun, fleshing out God's word and and doing it in a community of believers. And we get into a lot of deep things, and we get into all these other scriptures, or should I say, probably John is better at it than the rest of us. I have to I have oh, to no. Google them to find out which ones I want to find, but. Um, i i think now's a great time and maybe somebody can bring this home but let's not miss the simplicity of the gospel message
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. amen
2: jesus was born of the virgin mary conceived by the holy spirit Mm -hmm. he walked the earth as a full man Mm -hmm. he suffered he died was crucified buried rose from the grave and is ascended in heaven. And if you believe in faith and confess with your mouth, you are saved Mm -hmm. and all the rest comes after that. And for some of us like me, it's a decades long journey. And I'm so happy because I get to just experience more new and more fresh in his word all the time. But it's not about figuring all out. If you're trying to figure it all out, if you think we're trying to figure it all out, if you think (laughs) that's, that's not it at all, it's very simple. Mm -hmm. It's a very simple message. Believe with faith. Jesus is who he says he is, not who he says he was, who he says he is, and what he has done and what he will do.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Jesus is Lord. Amen.
0: Hallelujah. Hmm. Amen to that.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Who else has something they're being led to share?
1: Did you, Layla? Yes. Okay, go ahead.
3: Um, Charles had mentioned earlier the, the call and the election of the people how God calls people and then there was a scripture there that said who can uh, bring an accusation or a charge against God's elected mm-hmm. and um, to look at that God had reminded me that it wasn't just a blanket statement that you could do whatever you want to and nobody can uh, accuse you or bring an accusation against you that's not how that works. You have to be in line in where he calls you to be. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for an example, my parents tell me all the time, Layla, if you judge yourself, nobody else can judge you. If you're where you're supposed to be, nobody, my siblings or anybody else can't say, Layla, you're doing the wrong thing. Um,
0: it, well, it's almost what we say. If you judge yourself rightly, yes. no one can judge you. Right, because we can judge ourselves and skew the, the balance or the scales right Put the shade so, over the light. It, so it comes out in our favor <laughs> mm-hmm. that's not what we're talking about what we but say is if you judge yourself rightly yes no
1: one else will have to and even if they do by your just and righteous behavior they'll be shown in the wrong so take yes. that into your heart and clarify it because people might try to accuse you they may attempt to but it's your righteousness in jesus christ you'll be able to go nope sorry and Jesus will be able to speak for you in that time if it should arise. Okay? Yes, ma'am? Go
0: ahead. Mm-hmm. Continue.
3: Which was that second part where we have that um, Jesus as our advocate. So he's, um, like if you thought of it as a court case, he's the one that defends you. Yeah. And when you're doing God's will, not just a blanket statement and you're doing whatever you want mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Because then that would mean he was unjust and as Bobby pointed out that would mean he was picking favorites and we know that he doesn't have favorites he treats everybody equally he does (laughs) and um dad you mentioned the last devotional uh in Ezekiel when the lord the word of the lord came and was speaking to the spirit of the king of Tyre which wasn't the person but Lucifer um and originally how lucifer was good and he was created to play music before the lord and he was you know all these things beautiful in appearance and then he chose to step out of his heavenly abode and then the rest of it came Mm -hmm. up until the point that uh lucifer sinned god would have been his his defendant he would have gone to bat for him as long as lucifer had stayed where he was but since he didn't he no longer has that protection no longer has that um Right, if you will, to bring in a
1: a spiritual legal case, if you will. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. wait, let's think about that for a second. Yes. Angels have the ability to choose, but not the right. Yes, the ability to choose. So humans have both the ability and the right. Mm -hmm. So the blood of Jesus Christ does not redeem angels, which is why they're going to hell. Yes. The ones that um, chose to follow Satan and the ones that they're under chains of darkness. Right waiting yes. for their their final judgment when they're going to be thrown into the lake of fire and all that good stuff, so understanding that, if sin was found in him at all, his course would still be what it is, yes. um because jesus's blood, like I said, redemption is not for angels, it's for mankind humans, okay only and creation as a result of us coming back and God sticking things back together, will get its redemption in that as well, but angels no cannot so Mm -hmm. their options are remain in your abode (laughs) and enjoy it (laughs) or don't um so there's there's a difference between us and them but god is the same good god to all his standard is his standard and it is not us who goes god you're not fair god you're not right because you didn't do what i thought you should do but god's standard is the measure Cut and dry. There it is. Okay? Yes, ma'am. Now he is gracious. So looking at verse 33 again, it says, who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. In that statement, he's saying, who's got a a legit charge? We know that the (laughs) accuser of their brethren doesn't cease to accuse us day and night. Right. His he's always trying to go before the father, which is why we have an advocate. It's not because God is trying to do something to us. It's because the adversary is trying to. He's accusing us day and night before our God to try to go. Oh, they're they're breaking. I should have access. Right. We see that. You can see that clearly articulated and played out in Job, the beginning of chapter one of Job, how the enemy kept going back to God to ask for access to Job's life because Job was serving God and he was protected by the hedge of protection. And the enemy could not penetrate it. So here's a tip. When you sin, you give the enemy a foothold. You give him an open door to now bring destruction into your life because he comes for no other purpose than to what? Steal, Steal kill, kill, and destroy. destroy. Okay, so we don't, we don't give access. But when we are staying in the place, we're walking the path that God has for us, and he's called us, or he's predestined us, he's called us, he's justified us, and he's glorified us. God is defending us. Our righteousness doesn't come in our perfection, the fact that we're flawless because we're unable to do that, which is why we need a savior. But when we repent, God is faithful and just to forgive us from all our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So he justifies us in covering us with his blood when we remain in our Mm -hmm. covenant relationship with him. So yeah, the enemy could come and go, well, I'm trying to accuse this one. We've seen that Jesus, our Lord and Savior himself was accused and charged with a crime that he did not commit, correct? Yes, Yes. okay, he's not saying that no one will ever go, oh, you did something wrong. But, read the rest of that. It is God who justifies. When we are in our place with him, when we don't have unrepentant sin, when we are not living a wicked life, when we are living for God, and we love him in what we're doing in our actions, and we are under the blood of Jesus, and we are applying that and believing God concerning it, when the adversary comes we have an advocate with the father when the adversary comes god goes uh uh-uh, uh that one's justified you see that blood right there oh okay i'm great nice have a great day see you later right and he yes. is the one who speaks for us so that we're protected so that whatever accusation is brought against us god delivers us so taking our stand in him does not mean that the enemy doesn't try to come and Create harm. He doesn't try to come and do certain things. Our goal is to com- commit and remain in fellowship with the Lord, and believe and stand in the covenant that we have with Him, and let God be who He is in our lives because He is our defender.
0: I love how you you brought that up um, because that's in Ezekiel eighteen as well, right? What's that, baby? Understanding the Lord and His ways, right? Is it in there he makes the, the claim or the the statement to Israel? And this is speaking about righteousness and judgment and sin and, and all those things. And he says, Yet you say the way of the Lord is not just. Hear now, O house of Israel, is it my way that is unjust? Um Yeah, is it my way that is unjust? Or is it not your ways that are unjust? Right? Having us check ourselves. Right? Yes. Like we were talking, or like you brought up, Layla. There are many times where, and we even corrected it today, right? Oh yes, I'm judging myself, but is it being judged rightly? Right? There's one standard for all. And actually this goes back to the, the question that Dean was, was asking and, and brought up, uh, not for himself, but just asking so we could all learn and grow together, right? And um, if I recall the, the question correctly, it was, how can a loving God do these things?
1: Air quotes around these. Yes, yes. Fill it so, in with <laughs> a variety of How, how
0: can he judge and, and, and send people, you know, to How did he let help? me lose my baby, my, all the my above, spouse, right?
2: my parent. How did this accident happen to me? How am i disabled how How did I lose my house? We could continue
0: exactly so one is of course, seeking the Lord for his his will his plan, his purpose in in all things, and then two there is there are scriptures, and we don't we're kind of over on time and you know trying to be respectful of of that, so we won't go into all that so i'll let you search it out, but there are scriptures that talk about how. Sin opens the door, right? Deuteronomy 28, Leviticus 26 are are just two key ones that go into all the nuances of sin, which have been there from the beginning, the spiritual laws. But then there are other scriptures that the Lord um, amplifies that. And he's like, no, no, I didn't do these things. The door was opened up by these actions, by sin, right? Yes. Giving the enemy a foothold. So yes, the the plan, the purpose is for redemption, absolutely, and and I love how you brought this up to Layla about even L- Lucifer and Ezekiel. What did he describe him as? He said very specifically, "You were perfect." What did he say about the garden? It was good. Everything he created, it was good, or it was suitable for its purpose. Right. Scripture also tells us every good and perfect gift is from above, from the Father of lights Mm -hmm. in whom there's no deviation or shadow of turning. He's not both good and bad. He does not give good and evil gifts. Mm -hmm. And
1: let no one who's tempted by evil say they're mm -hmm. tempted of God. Exactly. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, and you got to bring the filter back in that Kamisha brought in on the, the, the last podcast. And that was, you must come with a humble heart, it says, God, you are right, and I want to line up with you. Amen. Not, God, tell me why you were wrong and how does this make sense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Big difference in that heart condition. And you, Huge. And, and, of course, we could go into The best way is start with praise. Mm-hmm. But you have to get to that heart condition before you can search out those answers. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Right?
0: And that's what he says to Daniel. As soon as you purposed in your heart to know, to understand, right, the word was sent to you. As soon as you purposed in your heart to know, to understand. Like so he came with with humility, knowing that he wasn't God and that he nor could he ever attain that spot. But he sought the Lord out in order to know or understand the Lord, his ways and his thoughts. Right? Same as you see with David. Yes. Okay. And and elsewhere in the scriptures. So those are great points. And they're for all of us so we can all learn and apply them to our lives amen amen all right who would like to close out in prayer please i will all right la charles
4: lord i just thank you for today lord i just thank you for your immense goodness and grace to us lord and that you gave your only son for us lord mm-hmm. to die on the cross so that way we could enter into your kingdom one and have repentance for our sins lord lord i also just thank you for being in our midst and just continuing to stay there and act as an advocate to us, Lord, and justifying us as we follow you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: In Jesus'
4: name,
0: amen. (laughs) Amen. We love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day.
1: Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer.